you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. All right, you guys, this week's episode of The Friend Zone is sponsored by the good black people at Bevel. Bevel, once again, is the first and only shaving system that's designed for coarse, nappy, curly hair and sensitive skin. Stop paying thousands of dollars for all those other razors that you only throw away and they only hurt and harm your skin. Get yourself a Bevel razor and start taking care of your skin today. I use it myself. It's the best thing ever that can get my head the closest to perfection. And that is the Bevel Razor. So order your Bevel Razor today by going to GetBevel.com and using code FRIENDZONE to get 20% off your first month. That's code FRIENDZONE to get 20% off the first month of your new Bevel subscription. You guys, please support Bevel. Please. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the Friend Zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. Get your wet wet. I hate them, man. But that used to be the jam. That little boy could sing. Which one? In Hanson, the lead singer. The, the youngest one? That little boy could sing. <laughs> that lead singer, he could, He was a singing-ass <laughs> little boy. I Think about the way he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he was, like, soulful. Yeah, but he, he, he went to a black <laughs> church a couple Sundays. You can't teach that. That's Mom, can I go to church you. again with Tyrone and his friends? They love singing. Speaking of singing... I think it's something that we have to do. Y'all thought we was just going to start talking this week, but we not. We always start with a song, and um, sometimes you feel like you're by yourself out here. So, yeah, something slow and sexy in the friend zone. Gonna do it real fast, so put down your phone, pick up your headphones, and listen. We got something to make your body glisten, clean your brain. Refresh your whole membrane. That's insane. I rhyme with the same thing, but I'm gonna take it over again. When 
I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind I hear my conscious call telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dub. But fuck that, my name Dustin, and you know I'm a thug. I stole that rhyme from Hove cause that nigga's the man and I pick up from the greats anytime that I can and see I reference my art cause I'm black boy and I'm smart and I didn't went to school and I still remain cool enough to excel and do well on each other for my brothers. They watch me from others and then druthers. I'm the man. I do what I can. I try to have skill at my wheel. Don't ever want to kill shit but that freestyle flow every week at will. That's what I do when I come on through. I was made for this. Didn't know that I could do it but I got capacity and audacity and a how dare me a trashily. <laughs> Word up. Word up. The source type brain on y'all ass. That was about to switch What's to like up? a foxy flow. I like that. To, shout going. out to the friend zone. Shout out to High 97. Shout out to Monica Brown. Okay, we got to let y'all know that we can do a little <clears> bit of everything every week, okay? That's right. We're here to stay, and so is the friend zone. And so welcome to that, okay? <laughs> all right. Which is your weekly look and listen into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the what? H-E double hockey sticks Hell. wants a musty brain. Hell! <laughs> Welcome to the show. How you, how's everybody doing out there tonight? Oh, I'm crying now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much. Okay, so wait. I'm not. I'm not gonna put too much business out there. But friend, when we got paid the other night, why I got that envelope and I said, "Oh, I'm crying now." <laughs> I wish that was my ringtone for shit. Like, whenever something pops off, something real good, like if somebody comes to your door and like, you have just won $1.5 million. Dollars. But, oh, I'm crying now. Like, or what if you had that, like, an automatic, what if, what, if you, what if you had, like, an automatic sound system where, like, when you had sex, you hit this button no. and after you finish, you hit a big buzzer button, like, okay. and oh, you I'm crying now. <laughs> Like, woo, that was great. Like, if it was so great, then why didn't you hit the button? Be like, fine. Oh, I'm crying now. Can you bring me some toilet paper? Oh, I'm crying now. <laughs> Between you and Dustin, there's so many sound bites. We need to have, like, a sound bite machine. We do. <laughs> so I can always hit that while I'm crying now. You know, like that bruh button? Yes. <laughs> no, just like how Jesus uh, and Miro, shout out to the Bodega Boys, how they got their soundboard and shit, and they be playing tax saying, not really. Be safe, though. <laughs> they do. Get out. Hell yeah. <laughs> they asses be on Uncommon Sense because they ain't got no damn sense. Oh, well, it's been a great week. I think one week ago we dropped an episode of The Friend Zone where we got to get into uh, Nature versus Nurture. And a lot of you guys had some really interesting things to say on the topic. Um, Fran, what did you find? <laughs> that just threw me off. I know. I you know, was right? ready for that shit. I you was like, about to take the wheel and I took it okay. from you. <laughs> okay. Show forward. I had to. Right? <laughs> um, Dustin told me to go second. Phil, okay. Phil Nomino on SoundCloud said, hey, guys. Come on, Phil Nomino. Let's right? give it up. That was Shout cute. out to him, too, because I think he was at the Selena Johnson show. Really? Shout hey. out to Phil Nomino. You know who you are, shit. <laughs> He said, hey, guys, there have been several topics that I've wanted to comment on, but this topic is a conversation I always have. I say this to say I believe nurture will only influence you but so far, just as Sir Dustin said, mm -hmm. but it is in your nature to be who you are and how you are. Okay, to the meat and potatoes, I was raised as the oldest of three brothers. However, I have 
always felt like an outcast from my immediate family because I am just not anything like them. I am outgoing, in touch with my feelings, randomly silly, and bluntly honest. Well, when I turned 33, I finally met the family on my biological father's side. And to my surprise, I finally felt like there was an actual family that was just like me. I never met them nor even had conversations with them. But within the hour, my brothers, sisters, and cousins, we acting a fool as if we had known each other our whole lives. Some things you just can't teach because it's naturally supposed to be that way. It feels great to know where you belong. I love it. I love it. So I love that because nice. even though he wasn't around them when he met met them it was like automatic synchronicity and i think that's cool that's a cool argument for nature that is pretty sweet thank you phenomenal so sir dustin what did you find um last week was really dope and so everybody sent so many kind tweets and so many so many nice words of you know just comfort letting me know that i wasn't alone you know out here in, in the world with my feelings of things you know just being nurture and, you know, that's that. But, just, you know, I always focus on what was hiding in the tweets, right? So what I want to highlight came from um, a Twitter user with the name Dave Lozo, D-A-V-E-L-O-Z-O. And this was in reference to the whole Lena Dunham and Odell Beckham controversy. Oh, boy. Yeah, which we are. We're not even going to start talking about that marshmallow. But just moving <laughs> forward, he said, what if Odell Beckham had engaged Lena Dunham in conversation? And he wrote an entire script about what the conversation would have been like at the Met Gala. Are you kidding? Yes. <laughs> are you going to act it out? Of course. Yes. So it says, Odell Beckham, hi, I'm Odell. Odell Beckham, nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Lena Dunham. They shake hands. Are you the football man? I was told a football man would be at my table. <laughs> Odell man. laughs. Yes, I play for the New York Giants. I'm a wide receiver. What do you do? Lena furrows her brow, upset that he didn't know who she is and ignores the question. Oh, my God, are you? Are you the guy that made that one-handed catch? Yep, that was me. Lena purses her lips and makes a dramatic scene by turning her body in a, in a chair away from Odell. I, I'm sorry. Did I do something wrong, Lena? You think it's okay to make a one-handed catch, huh? You think that's appropriate? What? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad. I'm laughing, actually. It's funny. A waiter brings uh, um, a waiter brings us some shit to the table, whatever. Odell asks her <laughs> what's wrong. Lena says nothing. Nothing's wrong. Unless that salmon. Is that salmon? Yeah, it is. Lena screams and smashes a wine glass on the floor. One-handed catches in salmon, huh? You know, who ca you know who catches salmon with one hand? A bear, Odell, a fucking bear. Now you want to culturally appropriate bear culture in my presence? Do you know how tough bears have it? <laughs> and now you're stealing their one thing, eating salmon? <laughs> who do you think you are? From across the table, Amy Schumer calls the whole day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so that's what it is. So shout out to him for taking that whole situation <laughs> and making a script that, that highlights exactly how ridiculous that was for her to come up Boy, with these all concoctions sure. from left field. You have to highlight talent, so shout out to you. Yes. <laughs> Who's next? Well, I have Christina in the emails who said hello to my fave mental health podcasters. <laughs> hey, you know. Uh, one particular aspect of this episode that struck a chord with me was Dustin's discussion about how religion has affected his need for freedom. As someone who grew up in a devout Christian home and went to small private Christian schools my whole life until college, praise God, his revelation forced me to reflect on how Christianity made me feel. As I thought about it, I realized it made me feel extremely inadequate and unable to achieve God's love because there were so many rules to follow. As a young adult, I'm understanding that I have to express these feelings of inadequacy 
by overcompensating in certain areas of my life. It's as if I have this desperate need to prove I am more than adequate, especially to my family. Now that I'm aware of it, I feel like I can finally try to reestablish a connection with God and figure out what that looks like outside of the legalistic bounds of Christianity. It's something I'm excited to explore, so I'm just saying thank you for always keeping my brain unmusty. Smooches, Christina. What up, Christina? I thought that was dope. You know, whenever you have those moments where you kind of <clears> see <throat> something and you reflect and you're like, all right, I can take this and I can work through this, or I see this as like a point to work on something, and you want to, you know, work on it or just acknowledging it is bomb, so... Thanks for acknowledging that with us here at the Friend Zone. <laughs> so this week's show, we wanted to talk about, you know, the millennial struggle slash generation. That you might say Mercury retrograde. I mean that too. That's part of it. I know we all huh. feel it. <laughs> huh. But I've been. I saw a lot of. Um, there was a hashtag going on, like how to confuse a millennial. Did you see it? No. And it, it was so good. You guys have to check it out on Twitter Were there when you get a chance. Tamagotchis and things in there. What was <laughs> no. it? But just talking about like um, how you know the government has literally like crashed the housing market, but then pressuring us to buy houses, and then you feel like you haven't made it if you don't have a house. Then it's all this loan debt, but then you can't get an apartment if you have debt. You know, just like the confusion of being a millennial and how things seem to be, how there seems to be so many obstacles put in our place, especially economically. So I noticed um, a huge conversation that came out of that was the slash generation conversation, which is what they call us because they say we have so many jobs to stay afloat. And the thing with the slash generation topic is that there's so many layers to it. There are those who just have a lot of jobs because we are trying to stay afloat with our rent because rent is not a game, especially if you're here in New York. But then there are also those who just have, you know, their jobs that keep them afloat and pay the bills. And then you have your jobs that help you fulfill your passion. So there are different levels to it. Mm. But I thought it'd be a good conversation to kind of share whether you think having so many different jobs makes you, what is it, a jack of all trades and a master, master of, none, of none, and that yeah. can actually like work against you career-wise? Or do you think making the most of your life now while you have it and trying to um, fulfill every talent, every gift, every skill set you possibly can right now will get you to where you're trying to get faster? Which side of the argument are you on? Who wants to go first? <sighs> <laughs> and please tell us what your slashes are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right, <laughs> man, I could slash, slash, slash all slash. day. No, uh, well, that sounds really bad. You know, out of context. <laughs> um, it's really hard because I feel like you have to be a jack of many traits nowadays. Like growing up on the the internet, or just with I feel like ego is present and bigger today than it probably ever was like people older than us look down there are like these niggas ain't even working like they just doing whatever they want to do they're right. not doing shit they need to be doing you know they're not filling these spaces so it's almost like even some of the they time don't have the bills we have yeah <laughs> so some of the time when you're trying to like explore shit creatively you almost feel like damn am i like not doing what i'm supposed to be doing like am i not fulfilling things the way i need to be but when you like log on to the internet this world wide web it's almost like you're missing out on something sometimes if you just don't pick up certain traits or if you're not, <clears throat> like, you can be a regular-ass working Negro and, you know, get as high as you think you want to get in your company. 
But when you're out meeting people, you, they don't care about you unless you have a business card and a LinkedIn page. Like, <laughs> And if you don't have a LinkedIn, depending on what type of arena you're in, your Twitter needs to be popping or your social media needs to be popping and happening for you. So you have to learn all this shit on a creative end and a business end, depending on what type of industry you want to be in. But you got to know both in both sides of the world. Like when you're trying to crunch numbers in the office, sometimes they want to be like, well, how are you creatively too? So it's like you just, you hit one wall and then you got to slash to get over that wall and then get another slash to get over that. So it's like an enigma. Like the World Wide Web, you almost get trapped in it. Because like I was saying to you earlier, we were doing shit before we got on the internet. When Vince Staples was talking in his interview about how he used to only get on for AIM and uh, uh, MySpace, I was thinking, shit, that's all I was getting on the computer for back in the day, too. Like, make your MySpace page look clean, talk to your niggas and shit. <laughs> put your and away message. You put your away <laughs> message up, and then you riding around and you getting it. or You know what I'm saying? But even doing MySpace, you had to learn, like, coding on top of photography, on top of Photoshop, if you want your pictures to look a certain way, on top of music, if you ain't got the, if, you know, your artists don't got shit up on how to rip music. Like, all this bullshit. <laughs> Where did this come from? Man, <laughs> tech. But, I mean, I don't know. The argument is interesting because I think our parents and just that older generation, they're so quick to say, I mean, okay, the cost of living is relative. I understand that. Like, you know, things were cheaper back then, but it's also how much relative to how much they were making. Right. But I do still believe that our debt now is way bigger than yeah. before. Because I don't remember my mom or even her peers having so many school loans. And we didn't come from money. So it's not like she was able to just, like, pay off her semesters, you know? I just don't remember it being that expensive relative to her paycheck as it is now. Mm. Like, my high school was $45,000 a year. High school. 45000 My middle school, school? was twenty eight thousand dollars a year and that was in well i I don't care to age myself you already know how old i am but i graduated from there in what like 96 i think so um, we're talking about the 90s you told me she turned trick when y'all broke up in 96 (laughs) so for something in 96 to cost twenty eight thousand dollars to send your kid to like what eighth grade you know like that's that's, a lot of money that's insane so i think I don't know. I just think the debt is different and it's getting crazier and crazier because schools are getting more and more expensive. Kids are taking out more and more loans. I mean, I'm still paying my college loan. I still have a couple years left, I'd stand to say, you know, unless I get a big check that I can just like swipe it off. But for now, it's been hard and it's hard to stay afloat because then you have credit card debt from stupid mistakes mm-hmm. <laughs> you made or even just trying to stay afloat a lot of the times mm-hmm. you know when your money gets tight you got some decisions yeah. to make you got some things you have to charge because you're put in a corner you know Robin peter to pay paul that's a real thing you know Shit. and then let's not even get into rent you mm. know rent to not. <laughs> even just to have a you know like peace of mind um, not wanting to have so many roommates or live in a place that's so far away from, mm-hmm. like, transportation. Everything. Yeah, and then you you have to make these cuts in order to save money, but they end up hurting you mentally because you're living with all these people that's, like, a mile away from the train. You know, like, it's just really rough. And I think that's why when the older generation doesn't seem to understand why we are the slash generation, why I have to be a waitress and a DJ 
and a host at a hotel and you know like right. all these things why can't you just get one good full-time job with benefits and work and then you go to get that one full-time job with benefits but they expect you to make 28k but have 40 years of experience right <laughs> and we want you we want you straight to, out of college we want you to just come out of school but have 10 years of experience it's like what you know, it's like, it's the way that things are set up for us is so wild. So I don't know why, you know, so that's why on that side of things, I'm like, we're like just trying to do our best to make things work on a daily basis for ourselves. But then there is a side of it where I do understand how when you are so fragmented, um, it's hard to, what's the term I'm looking for? To, like, hone in mm-hmm. on one thing and really develop it. Because yeah. a lot of times you're tired as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're coming home on fumes. You know what I mean? Like, you barely have energy to do anything. Especially if you have a 9 to 5 and then your passion project is your 5 to 9. Right. You know, and, that like, when do you sleep? Like, it's just really... It's tough. Or hell, out even here. if you have a nine to five and your passion is in between twelve and four, and you're that trying to too, knock all that shit out the same time. You might have a nine time. to five and a five to nine, mm-hmm. and then trying to do your passion projects. You know, mm-hmm. so that's not rare either. So you know, I see both sides. Seeing that it might not be so helpful to be so you know fragmented into so many different careers, because then how do you really progress in any one side of it if you're not giving a hundred percent? So it's tough. I'm kind of like on the fence. But I know for me, um, well, I'll let Dustin give his opinion. And then I'll say, you know, how what I've managed to do with all of my talents to kind of like bring it all in. Mm-hmm. You're about to give him the secret. The secret. The keys. So I think that uh, the keys. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that um, I think the, the, the problem here. The the reason that being like a multi hyphenate or being part of the slash generation, the problem with that is that people have abused it and they've mm. sought to be a multi hyphenate or to be a person who is a part of the you know, the slash generation, I guess for the sake of being that, as opposed to it being a natural progression where you found these other talents. Mm. My point is this. I think that you need to start with a one hundred percent laser focus on one thing identify your passion or if it's not your passion identify something that you are willing to commit 100% to and you focus on that once you decide to 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 be the best at something you're going to be forced to understand different dynamics of that one thing mm-hmm. and that therein is how you develop these 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 multi talents that you have because you have to learn how to be smart in this way or that way or this way in order to make this whole situation work to accomplish this one goal. To me, if you arrive at this point of being a multi-hyphenate on that path, there's respect involved in that and it's legitimate. And that is something that people understand because not only are you a multi-hyphenate, but you're good at all of the things that you're listing that you do. And they it all makes sense because it's underneath one big umbrella of this, this one thing that you were trying to do, right? And so people respect it as legitimate. It's not. It's a little bit different when you go online and you see somebody say, "Oh, I'm a model and a dancer and an actor and a singer and a rapper and a toe cutter are. and a, you know an end clipper, you know all that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's baloney. You know it's total bullshit. And so it's cheapened. 
you know what I'm saying, the 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 legitimacy, I guess, of being someone who has all of who can wear that many hats. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's why it's messed up. So I don't think there's anything wrong per se with doing so. I just think there's something wrong with doing it and it being disingenuous. Makes sense. Perfect. Okay. How have you guys now give examples of how you guys have managed to make all of the complex parts of your gifts work for you and where you are now career-wise? Or what your plan is if you feel you haven't gotten there yet? I was just about to say, I am still working on that. Like, there are a lot of different things that I want to tackle. But the problem that I have run into is I've tried to, because I, I know so many different things or I've tried to learn so many different things, it takes away from that one centralized thing that you want to do. And it's like, as humans, we want to be able to multitask and take on several different things between our passion, our job, getting our lives together, you know what I'm saying? But as you pull those different energies away, you kind of get lost along the way. Or in my experience, I've gotten lost along the way. But because I've learned so many different things along the way, it's easier now to figure out how to line things up Mm. and put them together a certain way. So now at this point, um, I've taken all those, like, little things that I've learned, and because I've been able to identify uh, what they are and how to use them and how those pieces fit, to me and you know in other places it makes things a little bit easier to navigate because you're almost you're almost like okay I I know what that's supposed to look like and since that's not right I can go on ahead and do it myself or I can get somebody that I know knows how to do it since I can't do it true for me um I believe in the long game Mm. because I think one thing with our generation too is that we are like the immediate gratification generation so we want to be experts Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Insta everything. You want to be an expert and famous and known about that thing you like immediately. And you want attention. You want to be big. And I think that's something that, you know, all these social media apps can kind of blur and make real when it's not actually real at all. For me, my game has been long. My mom says it. You're the seven-year overnight sensation. Because <laughs> that's just the realest. Like, yeah. this, my momentum that I'm going through right now is seven years in the making, if not even longer. Because it took me to have to start out on Tumblr and kind of position myself as a wellness blogger. Then once... You know, that was a couple of years in. Once I felt like I had made an impact and kind of carved that corner of the Internet out where people weren't really talking about beauty and health, I became a staple in the blogger community. Then from there, that's when Cheska Lee pushed me and said, go to YouTube. YouTube, you know, I had stuff from scratch because the thing is people don't follow you from platform to platform. Right. Sometimes you have to literally carve out each one. Yep. So went to YouTube did that for a couple of years, carved that out, you know, and it's not to say you have to be in the millions for all of these platforms, but just be um, a staple, yep, be, be part of the be conversation. Consistent. Yeah, be have, consistent. Be consistent, be a contributor where mm-hmm. people can can um, attach concepts and, and you know, uh, research and findings to you and your brand. You know, have something that you offered that was missing. So... I brought, you know, the health conversation to YouTube as well. So then I had my blog, you know, my blog, then I had YouTube. Then, you know, you guys presented the podcast opportunity. So it's been a very long game. So I could technically be... So you're playing us? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I could technically be part of the slash generation because it's like she's a blogger slash YouTuber slash this slash that. 
But like Dustin said, it was all because I honed in on each one and was able to kind of scan where my passions fit within each one in order to build on what the next level would look like. And not for the sake of being there on that platform or, or whatever medium you're discussing, but it was a natural progression for you. You Just transitioned. Made sense. Yes, mm -hmm. it made sense. Right. And that's the most important part right there. It right. needs to make sense and it needs to be sensible. And it you, needs to be authentic because I think authenticity, authenticity is, key. is the key to you being able to swerve on all these different platforms. Yep. And on these hoes. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Truly. No, no, yeah, I did it. <laughs> but I, um, and then like music was the missing piece for me. Like mm -hmm. I was like, how do I fit that passion of music and look at my connection with Spotify? See? You know, and Spotify came because of my wellness information and they hit me with, oh, you know, we want to help you combine music and wellness. Can you do that? And it was like, what? <laughs> Can I do that? That's my dream. What are you talking about? But that's because they saw all the years of work mm -hmm. that I had put online and were able to trust me and my take on wellness and I don't know the music part was just divine because <laughs> there's nothing I really done you can't get away from the music yeah, now yeah there's nothing I've done online that you could really attach me to music anything with music is kind of offline so that is amazing that God kind of was like here you go Tied, you know tied that shoe didn't he right full circle <laughs> and i love that because that's why i think the the yeah. patience and long game is important and it's something that i think people don't play enough because it'll tie together listen i tweeted it the other day what you think is chaos will somehow be divine order Man. you just have to wait for it I'm tired. Shit, I ain't even going to lie. I, I work hard. Understandable. I've been working really hard Absolutely. to get some things accomplished, and I'm, I'm really focused right now on what I want, and I'm really focused on on being good at what I say I do. And so, but you do get tired and you do get anxious. And Absolutely. you do wait that, want that one opportunity that you feel is going to be freeing for you. You know, and so I'm so grateful for this show and, and being able to have a voice and be heard and put things out there and impact people's lives because that makes me feel like I'm getting something back. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so it makes it it makes it less I don't know, I guess it just makes it less draining when you feel as if you're not necessarily breaking through the way that you would like to. You think about the fact that what you have done has resonated so well and has actually literally impacted someone's life. And that's enough. And it's such a reminder. Mm. It, it really, really, it really resets your perspective and gets you right back where you need to be. Like, it's not important that I'm not closing, you know, $150,000 deals right now or no. whatever, you know. It's okay because look at these 150 people that walked up to me and said, you changed me or you mm -hmm. helped me or you, you made this part of my life better. It makes it work. It makes it easier. Absolutely. So, sure. I'm grateful. I'm humble. And what a better, what a great way to be reminded of the importance of humility than being reminded by someone else feeling better. Mm. So Well said. Yeah. One of the other major keys is as you reflect and you grow. I wish I would have reflected more um, like in my earlier 20s. Because I would have been able to look at some of these journals and be like, that's the key right there. 
because I look back on certain things just in my life, like, you know, going through certain phases as you try to accomplish a new slash, maybe, or <laughs> um, as you are chasing a passion and you get like put out on your ass. and You're like, all right, maybe this is not it. Chasing pavements. <laughs> should <laughs> should I, I give up? Listen, I? <laughs> that that right there is a real sentiment, because sometimes you may do something, you may get discouraged and feel like you're not supposed to be doing it anymore. Things will continue to find you, just like how Fran said. The music ended up being online Isn't like that. that. Beautiful, it's amazing. That it's a piece. It, like it may not be your number one trade, or maybe it is, and you just aren't prepared all the way for it. But like things do continuously come back to you. So while you're out there and you get lost along the way from something, something's gonna keep coming back to you, and you're gonna be like, all right, maybe this is where I need to go and stop messing around with all this other stuff. So true. Look out for them signs. And I have one, a story. Go ahead, though, friend. No, ahead, I just though. I wanted to jump oh, on what you were shot. saying about mm-hmm. the hundred fifty thousand dollar deals. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned on this show a couple months back. I don't remember what episode it was, but that the head of um, the network I'm signed to on YouTube, he kind of like cut me down one day and and basically said to me, you know, you could be doing bigger deals mm-hmm. if you X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, but you want to do this little wellness, save the world thing, you know? And it really hurt because he was comparing me to my peers who are doing extremely well financially and numbers-wise in comparison to how I'm doing. Um, and the fact that he was basically saying it was my fault, which in a lot of ways it is my fault because I could play that game, but I just... It's sad that because I have a like a passion and I don't just want to saturate myself online for money. Like I wish people knew, and this goes for all my friends, Maya, Cheska, all of them, Cipriana. I wish y'all knew the deals we turned down. <laughs> I'm talking about life changing deals, family altering deals that we've turned down. That's why it breaks my heart when. You know, I do one or two sponsored videos and people are like, is that sponsored? I'm like, honey, you have no idea what I've turned down. Like, let me let me make this one work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to allow us to, to work sometimes and trust our integrity. And, you know, I cried on Snapchat this weekend because I had my... Um, my first retreat in the city. Remember, I told you we were going to do pop-up versions mm. of the bigger one in DR. And I was really anxious the night before. I lost a lot of sleep because of a couple of reasons. Like, I didn't know how we were going to get through the women in five hours in Brooklyn, you know, yeah. and compared compared to a week in DR, which you have more room to get to know the women. I was like, how the hell are we going to do this? I thought I started getting worried, like. I may have, you know, taken too much on and, and then... Usually in the city's vibrations The city, you. I'm thinking people taking the train to this event. Like, it's five hours. Like, you know, all this stuff started beating me up. and But then there was this sense of calm of, like, Fran, just, like, you're who you are. Like, your only job is to just go to the event and be who you are and yeah. it's going to work. So I told myself that and I was like, I'm going to just trust in why I'm doing this because I have, like, such positive intentions for it and I know that it will work out and long story short it ended up being so amazing <laughs> like I cried on snapchat because I was <laughs> like it was a moment of clarity for me where you know I had that executive's voice in my head basically telling me that I'm not where my peers are because I'm trying to focus so much on people and the heart and love and all these things when I could be focused on money and big deals you know, and, and I walked away from him when he told me that I was so hurt. I remember I called Maya, like, so hurt. Not because 
what he said was right, but because it hurt me that people would think that what I'm doing is a bad thing. Right. Like, you know, just that mentality. Yeah. So this weekend was so clarifying for me because, no, I may not have the big money and the big deals and be in the millions on YouTube or on Instagram. That's why I don't want you guys to feel this pressure to be, like, amongst the top 10 because a lot of times it doesn't mean anything. Like, trust me, a lot of the people I know in the top whatever are so lost and sad and confused and they're going through imposter syndrome and, you know, all the things that we've discussed on this show and theater Man, I'm masks. still waiting to meet Monica. <laughs> so I think what this weekend did for me was that it gave me that moment of clarity of, like, girl, you're on the right path. Like, stop tripping about money. Stop tripping about your numbers, your peers. Like, right. nothing compared to how I felt when I walked out of that retreat space and just felt so fulfilled. Mm. And, like, no, nothing can combat that. And that's why I think people need to really tap into what makes them happy and feel super fulfilled and i know it's so easy to say the money will come later like we all say that but bills are a very real thing (laughs) so i will never try to paint that fluff for you but if you are seeing that your peers are like surpassing you and getting deals and all this stuff like relax like i was even watching an interview with anderson pack and he was saying like how he's been waiting and watching all his peers just like <laughs> fly by him becoming famous and getting deals and putting out albums getting grammys and he was just sitting there like what the fuck i'm amazing too but look at now now he's the talk of the town like your time I knew you're seeming down yeah right like now. your steps are ordered whether you believe that or not yes. it's fine but like trust me that they are and the only way that you'll be able to walk on that path is if you tell yourself that that's real. Because mm-hmm. you won't see the path if you keep assuming that it's not. Like, how can you see something you don't believe in? You know what I mean? And I am so full of faith right now. Come on. I, like, cried on Snapchat to show people, like, yo, this is happiness right here. Like, this shit is real. Like, I'm showing you this shit is real. I'm not rich. I'm not any of those things that people attribute to happiness. But this shit is happening. Hey, 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 hey! Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Loot Crate. Are you looking for gear, collectibles, housewares, and more from your favorite pop culture franchises? Of course your ass is. Look no further than Loot Crate. Loot Crate offers a range of geek and gamer items for less than 20 bucks a month. You want to bring your loot to the next level? Get an even bigger box with an even bigger loot with Loot Crate DX. And who doesn't want a big box, right? Get ready for September's high-octane theme, Speed. This month's Loot Crate has an assortment of goodies from Batman, CW's The Flash, and Arrow, Battlestar Galactica, Iron Man, and Gone in 60 Seconds, and that's pretty damn fast. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, that's it. You are too slow. Head to LootCrate.com slash FriendZone and enter code FRIENDZONE to save $3 on any new subscription. Get your geek on with Loot Crate, and FYI, they have some of the dopest T-shirts ever. All those T-shirts that you guys see me wearing with, like, cartoon characters on them or they fit kind of sexy and hug my chest right, those usually came in my Loot Crate. So if you want to get your sexy on and wear a T-shirt that really supports you, since you want to say don't nobody ever support you, okay, let Loot Crate do that. Let Loot Crate be the backbone. Let Loot Crate be the background to your foreground, especially if we're talking tits. Hey, yo, friend, pass the glossier. Pass Everybody the singing that, pass the glossier. Oh, pass Everybody the glossier. Everybody singing that, pass the glossier. Oh, pass. Not the glossier B. 
<laughs> Listen, that's the introduction for our newest sponsor this week. We'd like to welcome a new sponsor to the friend zone, Glossier. Glossier is a New York City-based beauty brand that's getting tons of attention for their unique skin-first, makeup-second approach to beauty. Mm. They make easy-to-use skincare products that give you dewy, glowy skin plus everyday makeup to enhance what you've already got. Case in point, people on the internet are obsessed with their eyebrow product. It's called Boy Brow, and it's a brow Boy pomade. A brow. Cute, brow right? pomade? Okay, no glue for the brows. <laughs> I this, thought you said eyeball product. I was going to say, damn, they make your eyeballs changer. look better. Get Glossier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I'll be really over here saying, pass the Glossier. <laughs> <laughs> so mad at y'all. They're saying it's a game changer and it's the best eyebrow product they've ever tried. And here's why. Unlike eyebrow gels or mascaras, Boy Brow's creamy wax formula gives you a soft, flexible hold that will never feel crunchy or stiff. You know you don't want none of that. No, no it's crusty a makeup, brow. <laughs> it's a makeup product you'll use every day. Day, a quick and easy way to frame your face and look more polished when you don't feel like wearing anything else. And you don't need to know how to do your brows to use Boy Brow because it's super easy, like me. So, wait, no. That's not what I meant. That is not what I meant. I meant super easy in the sense that I don't like to use makeup. <laughs> That came out amazing, <laughs> but we're going to roll with it. And you don't need to know how Woo. to do your brows mm. because the simple mm -mm. brush, you simply brush your brows into shape using the mascara-like brush. It comes in three subtle shades that work on everyone, blonde, brown, and black. And best of all, it's only $16. But get 20% off your first purchase by visiting www.glossier.com and use promo code FRIENDZONE to upgrade your beauty routine. That's Glossier. A-G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R dot com. Promo code FRIENDZONE for 20% off your first purchase. Easy. Dustin. <laughs> 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 oh, it's always his hands. I was trying not to look while I was Yo, reading. I, I've been trying. Look, I had to slowly back away from the mic, and I can still hear myself laughing all the way back out. I was like, right, not going to make it. Oh, I kept thinking about was that picture from Top Model when they had the spiders. <laughs> 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 Woo! <laughs> all right, I'm going to be a Shit. professional today. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's hot right there. Right? What's your story? I don't know. Shit. I don't know what to say. Shit. Like, I don't know. I just, okay. you know. Yeah. I'm just glad that things are kind of working out. I just want things to continue to work out. I've been really working hard to focus and to legitimize my talents, right? Mm -hmm. I really want to be taken seriously. And so... I've just been putting that out there. I've been open to things. Oh, and then, so the other day, I was coming off of the train, right? Um, and I saw this girl, really cute girl, and we kind of made eye contact. And so I said, hello. And so she was like, you're Dustin. And I was like, uh -oh. yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I am. And she was like, I listened to the friend zone. I was like, oh, dope. I was like, I like your dress. She had on the cutest, like, it was a short sleeve sweatshirt, short dress. And it was like Nike tech. So it was that stiff sweats. It was really a really cute little short sweatsuit dress. You would have liked it, friend. Uh -oh. <laughs> but so I was like, I like your dress. And she was like, I know you do. I work for Nike. She's like, I know yes. you love Stop Nike. Stop playing. I said, now, nah, don't play with what me. What are the I was odds? Like, you, you know see I how love life Nike works? so much. And so 
We exchange contact in information. In this big-ass city, in a yep. train with millions of Randomly, people. and everybody knows that Nike is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite brands. I feel so sexy and so comfortable, you know <laughs> what I mean? And so to see her, and we're, we're looking forward to working on some dope stuff. Yeah. Are you so, like, that, so that's what I mean. Like, sometimes you have to just, when you said authenticity was key, it really is. When you put out there what... What, what you want. Things will happen. It'll come and knock on my When you door. have good intentions. That's right. Shout out to Miss Roper. Shout out to Alicia Keys, Miss <laughs> Roper dress. I hate Can you, you believe that. that? <laughs> yeah. It was perfect. No, but I love that. Like all the people on the train, and he's going to meet a girl that works for Nike. Right. When he just said two episodes ago that he wants to work with Nike. Exactly. I do. And so that was just like, like just, it was insane. Virtual insanity. <laughs> Come on, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Who Dang looks like Jamiroquai? Always looked like Rosie Perez. <laughs> Him and Rosie Perez look like they could be twins, like like boy and girl twins. He was always they giving do. me Dr. Seuss with the tall hat. I was like, okay, then. Jamiroquai. I love that video, except for the roaches. Remember the roaches in it? I have blocked that part out. <laughs> I don't even know what Jamiroquai did. Look, well, never mind. No. <laughs> So what's the takeaway? What advice do you have for the slashers? Don't be a slasher. Go after one thing and one thing only. And if by chance, do you have one by chance? If by chance (laughs) you end up becoming a slasher, then let it happen slash by slash by slash. Not, I'm about to do all these things. Yeah. That's stupid. Just let it happen naturally. Go after one purpose and one goal accomplish that and learn as you go that's my that's the takeaway along mm. with the gold and platinum chain mm. you know this is a perfect time to uh get you all to go listen to past episodes of the friend zone i believe Fran told you all to sit down and make a list okay make a list of all the shit that you got going on and the things you're doing and make a list of the things that you want to do tie all of these concepts together somehow and you have your answer. Nice. I sat down and I said, I'm going to do this. And then I ended up over here and then I went <laughs> back there and then I'm up here now. So it's just like you have so much that you want to do. But when you have a, a, a place where you feel like you're good and you want to figure out what the next thing is going to be, think about what you've been doing and what you want to do. And those concepts are always going to tie together. If you have no idea what they are, think about what you like. Think really hard about what you've been doing, because somehow that's going to work. Like it's going to work for you, not against you. It has to. It always does. I love it. (laughs) I mean, that's a perfect answer from both of you. I'm like right in the middle. Mm. (laughs) So right, cosine, cosine. (laughs) Hey, it all work out in the end. Eventually, Ah, that's my song. Eventually. Yes. Hey, 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 put your hands up. Hey, 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 hey. That is my song, up. y'all. Listen Shout to Tame Impala. Impala. Yes. Eventually. Right, love them. All right, well, let's jump into this week's wellness segment. I ain't gonna do oh, it. I looked over at you too. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the friends, huh? Gonna do it. Do it for the friends, huh? <laughs> I looked over too. That's why his mouth go. <laughs> okay, you heard him hit the mic. Right. Well, I wanted to tell you guys about an app. And no, this is not a collaboration. It's not sponsored. It's just an Wee. app that I bumped into this week that has been so helpful. Because one thing when you are a slasher is that your mind is on 10 things. <laughs> your mind is usually on so many things and it can be really hard to concentrate. 
And when you work for yourself, one of the challenges you'll meet is knowing when to stop. Hmm. Knowing when to tell yourself, please go to sleep. <laughs> stop. Right? Or knowing when to tell yourself, okay, stop with this one project and move on to the next. Those are disciplines that hmm. take time to build. So I found this app called Forest. You guys, it is so cute. You have to check like it out. Paula J. Parker's husband, Forrest? Stop. I don't even know who that is. Thank God so, you don't. So, Forrest <laughs> is an app that helps you concentrate. So, what you do is you put in the time. Let's say you have an assignment. And this is great for those of you that just started school, like college is back on. Hey, you know, you need right this kind of help. Yeah. And um, basically what it does is, let's say you have an assignment, you want to give it 60 minutes. You want to focus for an hour, but you know yourself, you know you're going to be grabbing your phone. So this gives you a little boost. The screen pops up on the front of your phone, and it's a tree. And the tree starts from like a little seed. And when you put 60 minutes, the tree will keep growing. But if you open the app and close it to go to something else, the tree dies. Oh, <laughs> damn. This is perfect already. Right. Give me so every time you open your phone and you get tempted, you see the tree like thriving. And then it has a little message like, please go back to your work. Please concentrate. Please focus. Please don't do this. <laughs> And it's so simple, but it it actually helps to have that in front of your phone when you're about to close it out because you're like, it shows you how addicted you are to your phone when you see how many damn times you see this tree telling you they to calm put, down. They should put a tree dies in real life every time you close <laughs> right. that shit. And then the cool thing is when you finally, if you finish those 60 minutes and let the tree survive, it starts creating like a little forest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, isn't that cute? Justin is. is cracking up. There's something to this. So app. it sets a little tree, and then you see all it. the greenery. And then the next time you go to work on another assignment, or maybe you just want to control how much you know you need a break. So I do that for myself too. I'm like, all right, I really don't want to touch my phone for the next hour. Yeah. And then the more you get through these periods of breaks and you actually fulfill them, a tree keeps growing. And then you rebuild oh. a forest. I think it's cute. Dustin's laughing. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Now it's not I don't gonna want work. No forest. Nah, a tree ain't tree. really gonna keep me. You know, <laughs> fuck a tree. Now if they put like he a baby no. on there or something like that. Like, <laughs> I know there's like some the Tamagotchis. Like, Remember the Tamagotchis? That's what I initially thought yeah. of when you said this. I was like, oh, this is like the Tamagotchi. If they be like, like the baby gonna starve if you go on Twitter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The cat goes in the blender if you close the app. Listen, if you're an app developer, I ain't no orange chicken. This, this, <laughs> no, you didn't. see, but I think for me, because my addiction isn't so deep, deep, deep right now, like even just opening my phone and seeing that tree saying, please go back to your work is good enough for me to be like, girl, really? Is it that deep that you can't just let 60 minutes pass, you know? So I can deal with the subtle reminder, but obviously it's still a lot of willpower because you could just kill the tree and be like, so <laughs> go on Instagram. Look, Apple didn't spoil me. The iMessage is going to pop up on the computer. The tree's going to live. So, I mean. Asante is going to have a goddamn national forest. <laughs> uh, okay. It, meanwhile, I still ain't got shit done. <laughs> then tweeted my damn life away and watched every episode of Love and Hip Hop from start to finish. But I think it's cute. You should check it out. It's called Forest. And like I said, this is not sponsored. It's, it's just not an no, it's just an app that I've been using for the past like a week and a half. And I've noticed How that it has made got? I have like five trees. <laughs> it's been five trees. 
stop laughing, Dustin. But I think it's a cute idea just because um, it's just something to kind of give you that that mental push. Like, girl, stop grabbing your phone. Do some work, you know. And I'm sure there are tons more apps that are similar. Maybe there's a baby one that Dustin will buy into. So if you guys. I need something that's going to make me feel bad. Like an old lady (laughs) or something. Like an old ass woman on a cane or something like (laughs) that. If you pick this phone up, I'm going to die. You know, okay. I'd be like, okay, damn, I ain't touching Okay. Well, how Ooh. about you guys put us on then? Those of you listening in the comments, if there's like a concentration-based app or, or something along the lines of that, put us on, let us know, and I'll compile them. Of course, I'll give you credit for the ones that you tell us. And then I'm going to make a post that can help everyone that listens as well as college students that are needing that extra boost. So let's put this together mm. together. Oh, and if you're an app developer, you should make one. Yes. If you pick the With phone Dustin's up, upgrades. you should make one where it's like a tightrope or some shit. So it's like if you put your phone There's down. tightrope. <laughs> or your phone gets hot. If you, you know, you pick up your phone and the person on the tightrope falls off. Like oh it feels like, it who's, on the, who's on the tightrope? Oh, you, no. Mama Joyce. <laughs> I was going to say one of the aunts. <laughs> but I like both of them. Well, I like Bertha more than Never mind. <laughs> What's next? But that's it. I just wanted to put you guys on to that, and hopefully you find it helpful. And to all the college kids that are back on campus, hey, congratulations. Hey. This is your first year, your second, third, or fourth, or fifth, or sixth. Just have a great time. Good luck. Be safe. And hopefully these apps help you out when I do the post. So let's move on to this week's icebreaker segment. What do you have for us, Asante? So, you know, everything that I do, I do it big. No, I'm just playing. Everything I do is pretty much musically inclined. So, y'all are the new hottest A&Rs in town, Dustin, Fran, and Asante. You get to pick a hot act, and you get to give them some sort of sound or some shit. Is your act going to be a guy, a girl, a group? And do you want them to be pop or R&B or hip-hop? What do you want to do? You know, you're the A&R. Tell me about your, your new talent. Oh, wow. I know exactly what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> he saw he perked up. <laughs> and it could just be one. Just, just tell me one of the artists off your roster. Because I know we all going to have ideas for days. This is like Sims, the music edition. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> shit. I want, okay, I want a, a 2016 Bobby Brown at his <laughs> peak. Back when he was doing like My Prerogative, Don't Be Cool, all of that. Mm. I want a bad boy that can dance his ass off that comes out the gate that was not a child star like Chris Brown and then evolves into this, you know, new person who's extremely talented, but Mm -hmm. he's a bad boy. I want somebody to come out the gate straight up. I want a male Rihanna, okay, a present-day Rihanna, just a male version that can dance his ass off. Bring me a dancer that can sing. And let me do my thing. Wow, a dancer that can sing. Okay. But That's not, a but gem not, but, already. But not, but not just, like, hold a note. I want a dancer that can, like, growl. Okay? Bring me a male dancer that can mm. sing. So you want Chris sexy, Brown. That's sexy. But but not but not Chris because it's too much. I need somebody that was introduced to the slate. game, like, as boom. Like, just got a hit Straight record. Bad gate. boy. Yeah. Just... You can't get enough just in fact, basically me, but a singer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's that's Justin. what I, you know. Come on. Like, yeah. Coming to the That stage. was for you, friend. <laughs> we got Dustin. I love okay. it. He said, truth be told, it's Dustin me. Dustin the Dancing I'm telling you, that would, like, you can't do that. One thing about it, I tell people this all the time. Sexy beats cute any day. I like agree. charisma, <laughs> I all of that shit. Like, like you mm-hmm. have to if if we have a male singer who just 
bulldozes the game with sex appeal and raw talent that can dance like a dancer. Like, think like how Janet was what a What about dancer. Jason Derulo? Who? <laughs> right. <laughs> And wasn't he a virgin? <laughs> wasn't he, wasn't he, he wasn't fucking old girl. What, who was he with? Jordan, Jordan Spar- Sparks. They, weren't they virgins? So. They were? <laughs> Please. Dustin. Are you virgin shaming? Ain't nobody singer supposed to be no damn virgin. Don't nobody want to hear no singer virgin. Don't be, don't be Victoria's Secret in here. I want a singer singing to me about bumping and grinding with the lights off and all the bad <laughs> things that I don't, I'm not supposed to sing about. That's what I want. So hey. they can keep them purity ring singers. I want me. Hey, you wanted something shit. right there. So that's all. And then my other group, I want a black version of Heim. That's all. Go Ooh, ahead. that's nice. Wait, a black version of so three black girls, three sisters, like basically Chloe and Holly plus one more. Mm. Cute. So like Chloe, Holly, like and King. Willow. Like if King, if they was all like King. Mm. But damn, that's what would be concept. the prerequisites for them to be able to be in it? Young, they would have to be young. Okay, so shout out to I just really wish Chloe and Holly was my pick because I feel like I could take them little girls and like launch them, even though they got the best of the best. They on Parkwood, so come on, right? But like Chloe and Holly to me, that is like it. That's the future of music. They write, they produce, they can sing, they have their they have style. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the vision for like singers but we need we're always going to need that male singer with just that just a I'm fucking superstar like think about bobby brown on stage like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like just that fucking you know what i'm saying yeah. like True. Yeah. that's what i would want so give it to me give it to me give it to me now <laughs> that's what i want hmm this is a tough one friend you know what's tough? I because the the girl that I would create is similar to Beyonce in a lot of ways. Cuz I you know cuz I would want someone who can dance her ass off and gives you 100% energy every time but also has powerhouse vocal. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would change is the song choice, obviously. I'm not 100% sold well, let me not say that, because there are a lot of songs that Beyonce's amazing <laughs> at, but I would have a different sound for her than Beyonce's. It would be more, I'm trying to think. I don't know what the sound would be, because I'm thinking in 2016, what would be a sound for a woman? Right. Bryson Tiller. Because everybody's trapped now. Right, but we don't have any girls doing it. So like right. you need a girl version of like what Bryson Tiller is doing. Not for us, your superstar. But pursuits. that's hard to have like right. a, a to be a strong vocalist and do that kind of trap sound is going to water you down. You know what I mean? But, but how can you, you still entertain though? with powerhouse vocals? Like I think that's what's always been missing if you think about it. How do you entertain with powerhouse right. vocals? On stage, I guess. Like you have to do like live shit. I don't know. Yeah, that's the marriage that's always yeah. been missing because it's usually the powerhouse vocal that stands <clears throat> at the mic or the entertainer that can't really sing. Because right. if you could sing your ass off, we don't want you up there half singing and shit. Like, right. Oh, bitch, what you doing? But that's what I'm saying. Beyonce true. is sort of the only one, I think, that has figured out how to do it. True, true, true. So Her I guess Cash Doll, that's it. Cash Doll dances? Cash Doll is perfect. Cash Doll does everything. <laughs> really? I've never seen a Cash Doll video. <laughs> cash Doll, Cash Doll. She flew her fur from, from Russia. Russia. Them rag dolls, rag <laughs> dolls. No, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I think 
um, the sound part is the part that's a little tricky because I know trap is hot right now, but right. I don't know if I want her to be a trap artist. Mm. But I guess I'd have to s- let that simmer. Like, what I'm trying to think if you were to go to a concert and you knew that this girl could sing and dance, what would the song, the sound be though? Mm. I don't know. You would have to get in the studio with somebody like Pharrell or Timberland or like Swiss that could just create a whole new sound and you have to do a whole album with them. Right. And it would have to be brand new. It can't be anything we would even think of. Y'all yeah. would literally have to just be in the studio or playing. bring Missy in there. Yeah, something mm. like that and just curate. The innovators. Yes. Yes, because she would have to be a blueprint. Well, Claude Kelly and um, Chuck Harmony. True, you know, true. And bring sure. them in. James Fontlore, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. A-team. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dustin legit. Ross on you'd vocal have to. Production. <laughs> Okay, I can produce some vocals. I'm telling you, I have a talent. That's my next slash. I believe you. I can produce vocals. I just can't sing. But that's what I would do. I would get her with the A team, bring her in, and be like, "Y'all, this girl can sing her ass off, but she can also dance. What can we? What sound can we create that would allow her to do both? Mm. And not and still keep the audience. Get you one that can do both. (laughs) (laughs) Cause Lord. We ain't seen that yet. Okay. Because I ain't seen Adele hit an A count. <laughs> okay. Might have seen her hit an A piece. What okay. about you? No. That, no, that, no, that's not, no. No. They don't call her the Adelephant as a fat joke. They call her the no. Adelephant because no. she's such a huge musical <laughs> presence. Like, she's, so, she's taking over everything. So she's like the Adelephant in the room. Like, that's why that happened. You guys. <laughs> Um, I want two young black gentlemen, like, like you know, Rory. I want two like young Rory's or some shit, like almost like a Ray Shummert, but to do some um, like Tegan and Sarah style shit, like that. I love that like old eighty sound. Yes, and like so if I get like two black dudes like playing some instruments and shit, like doing that whole thing. That's why full circle. Here we go. Speaking of uh. Claude and Chuck, when we got to see them perform that first time at that uh, that big cool church or whatever, oh, yeah. they, they did that cool like Western feel. And I thought it was so dope how he had that Western string like throughout all the music. That so, was a good ass show. Oh too, my now that I God. think about it. Wasn't oh it? My God. The sound quality oh and their music. Oh my God. Just like how people are able to like infuse those little things in the like the intricacies of production and shit. Like if someone was to able to take like two like black boys from the hood and give them this cool 80s sound and almost make them feel like the Breakfast Club, even though them niggas was watching The Wire and shit and, like, marry those concepts, I'd be like, damn, that's dope as fuck right there. Like, that would be hard. Mm. That's who I'm looking for in 2016. Like, cocaine 80s, kind of. Yeah. Because co- James Fontlow, I James, think, tapped into that. Um, no ID. And even mm. Common was on a lot of them projects. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh... Uh, Ghost Lady EP. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think he kind of yeah. tapped into that sound that you're going for. Yep. But with two boys, it would be dope. Two yeah, because they had the rapper and the singer and the producer. So mm-hmm. if it was like the, the two boys and one's like instrumentation and the other one. Oh, you know a good group? Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Years and Years. They make a lot of techno music, but like how it's like uh, a duo. They make really good like cool music before it gets all clubby and shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's my pick. You know what popped into who popped into mm. my mind? A Marie. Mm-hmm. Remember with um one thing, mm-hmm. like that kind of energy, and she mm-hmm. was giving you that hard vocal, yeah. but then like the but dance it was a high and energy. It, yes, yes. yes. Like, I want an artist like that. Yep. that can mm. do both. And that was a hit. 
and Rich, uh, what was his name? Rich Harrison. Rich Harrison. Yo, where are you, Rich? I know you can bring Listen, this girl to life. I have a request. <laughs> this is on. This is going to be for the hardcore Mary J. Blige fans, really quick. And I and I, I can't believe I'm Celine just thinking Dion. to do this. There's a song that was unreleased by Mary J. Blige. It was before the breakthrough came out. It was going to be her lead single before they decided to go with "Be Without You," and it was called "So Lonely." And it was produced by Rich Harrison. Mm. It was very short. I think it wasn't even two minutes long and it was like these dr- exaggerated horns like that drug out rich Harrison everybody and Mary out, J. oh my god wow. like can you find it on youtube i got I, I don't know i can't find it anywhere but if you're listening if you're listening whoa, <laughs> anyway which that's another one of my favorite songs the sweetness by jimmy e world i jimmy love rock e. music anyway but if love anybody it. out there has this song or can find it please email it to me at look at Dustin at gmail.com. Hey. It's Mary J. Blige. It's produced by Rich Harrison and it's called So Lonely. And it's amazing. So that's all. I just wanted to put that Ooh, out there. Really Rich. quick, speaking of loving rock music, you know we've always talked about um I used to listen to this band called Dashboard Confessional. Oh my, oh god. my god, huge fan. Huge. I've always talked about how we love back. for Brett, um damn, what was the name of my song by them? Hold on. I always said it would be dope as fuck if someone did like some dope ass like covers of some shit of Dashboard Confessional. Like So I'm, why don't we do it? Frank, come on, let's go right now. You ready? I'm glad you pulled the mic closer. Look, look, you see me like I was going, like I was going to do anything. That was awesome. I'm gonna sit here and look at you just like this. (laughs) Dashboard confessional. Them were the like they were the shit. Damn, you took it back. They had some some joints and taking back Sunday. Like that whole emo thing was like it was looked down upon. I feel like in the white community. So you know, niggas weren't listening to and white folks wasn't listening to. But I was listening to that. Oh, you brought me back to my Z100 days. Mm. Oh my god, I was such a nerd. I had this shit on like my my mini disc player. Okay. Oh my god. Remember, um, 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 uh, damn, what is it? Wanna put my tender hide in a blender? Watch it spin around. Rendezvous when yes. I'm through with you. Rendezvous when I'm through with you. Uh, remember closing time? So closing I time. So gather up your jackets. Man. Move it to the Closing exit. time was the shit's night. I know who I want to take me home. Okay. Take me home. Okay. okay. But one of my top five songs like of all time. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know Bittersweet Symphony? Everybody, <laughs> no change. I can't change. I can't change. I can't change. But I'm here. When I tell you, everybody knows yeah. that. Defining, that was cruel intentions was literally top five. Listen, top, top five, top five, top five, <laughs> top five, top five. <laughs> like whenever I hear that song, I feel it in my back. Like I'm like, oh. That is a song. When that shit, I'll never forget when I watched that, Cruel Intentions and it in dropped. Like I was like, ah. It's just so ah. emotional without it is. Before the words even come in. That's Man. one of my favorites. That's homework for y'all. The video, the Ooh. walking. Through the street with all I'm the people. I'm a million different people from one day to the next. I can mm. change. My mold. Mm. Mm. Listen, y'all mm. gotta look that up if you never mm. heard of it. I'll I know take we got you some down youngins. the only road I've ever been down. Ooh, yes! mm. sex and vi- don't friend. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I love that mm. y'all love that too. Yo, top five. Okay, I am so okay, I got one more. Week. You probably I'm don't so even. Yo, we fell down the music rabbit hole. I'm gonna give you one more. This one's too real though. This is for those like, uh, fuck. Now nah, I forgot who it's by. Uh, Mad World. 
Mad oh, Chris World. Isaac or Chris Isaac, right? I find it kind of funny. I find it yes, kind of sad. Yes. The dreams of which I'm dying are the best I ever had. Beautiful. Don't play with me with Chris Isaac. Man, listen. Don't play with me with Chris Isaac. Uh, Wicked Games. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> with that, with Helena Christensen in the video and those eyes, I'll never forget that song. What was that R.E.M. song where they were, where like they were in that traffic jam in the video? Everybody my Hurts? Religion? Or, oh, no. Um, oh, fuck. Remember that? Like, oh, walk, fuck. It, that's you not know, Everybody Hurts. No, 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 no. It's not. When no. they're in the traffic no. jam, that's my shit. No. What is it? You know, REM did a, a thing with Dashboard Confessional. I had that fucking DVD. I love that y'all are listening to all this shit, too. Oh, I listen to all of that. All of that. Third Eye Blind. Oh, oh my God. All, um, uh, oh, Jumper. The Wallflowers. I wish you back from that ledge, my friend. You could cut ties with all the lies that you've been living in. I bet y'all did if you did not want to see me And I'm me horse this again, week. Y'all better be glad I'm horse. I would understand. Do my Rihanna hand. Look. The angry boy. Yes, <laughs> I never thought this or not. Man, don't get. What about the wallflowers, nigga? Was that this a- place is old. It feels just like a beat up truck. I turned the engine. You finally got me. The engine doesn't. You don't know one headlight by the uh-uh, wallflowers. You finally got me. Do homework. <laughs> <laughs> You for found, Asante Picante. Hell Picante. yeah. I'm going to do Asante it right now. Picante. The Wallflowers One Headlight. I'm about to do it for you right now. So don't tweet it to me. What about Building a Mystery <laughs> by Sarah McLachlan? Oh. <laughs> 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 Remember Sarah all McLachlan I can say yes. 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 that my life is pretty plain. Yes. Every time I hear the hoo <laughs> what about this? What about the Smashing Pumpkins, 1979? Oh, stop. Come on now. Their videos are creepy okay. as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were so dope. So we all know. They used to be jamming. Y'all Remember was, Tonight, was, Tonight? But what? Tonight? Oh! Y'all was, y'all was up and y'all should have been up in here. Man, please. We got to have like a nostalgia music Man, episode. Please. That's back when MTV was And then was Cheryl the Crow. Remember Cheryl Ooh. Crow? Oh my gosh. She used to have the jams too. When we liked her. <laughs> and then what was the other lady Shania that looked Twain? musty that had the song about, um, give me all. Paula Cole. <laughs> Remember, where have all the pop cowboys going? Right. She did look musty, you know. Paula Cole used to have hair in her arms and she was looking musty all the time. Oh <laughs> but where have all the cowboys going? Oh where is my I'm crying. If, I'm okay, well, if you're going to get that, then I have to just give one more to Natalie Ambrosius. Oh my oh God. God. Oh my God. That was one of my favorite songs. She had another and good I'm song, done. too. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm out of the faith. This is how I feel. <laughs> she was singing. She okay. was so chill in the video. Ooh, okay, wait. Notes. The last Nelly Furtado. Lisa Lowe. Lisa Lowe. Yes. Lisa Lowe. How, oh how did you took that right out I of my fucking? When I, I want to. to. Oh my god. Is that bit that calm ass video? Um, <laughs> so I, I turn the radio on. I, I turn, turn the radio, radio on. on. And then the woman wasn't singing my song. Love is, is in love and the other one is it. Oh. One is in love and the other's run away. So you say that I could take Wait, there's the one. I doubt that I <laughs> Wait, before strong. we go, the one Prince that, wrote. I can leave. I can leave. About the bus. I know what you're you talking, talking about. You know what I'm talking about? She had curly blonde yes. hair. Lisa Lowe? Um, what if God was one of us? Oh, yes. my God. Just a slob like one yes. You know, Prince wrote that? I had no... What? Prince wrote that. What about Give four nine I had no What about oh four nine five? God. And I tried. <laughs> Oh my God! Then I try. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was Y'all just put me in such a good Damn. mood. Damn. Another night, another. Oh, my God. I'm always. It's like a vision. I love that. What they call the real McCoy. The real McCoy. I yeah. got that on my phone right Yo, now. Yo, we're really musical soulmates. <laughs> How do y'all know this stuff? All that. All that. And then we could give you a Gina Thompson right when oh the- <laughs> Oh, my God. Y'all, that was amazing. Okay, but did you ever cross over to Stacey O'Rico? Yes. <laughs> Wait, she had a song. Um, Stuck um, or... Uh, no, it was a song, um, Don't Make... Um, hold on, because I got to... This is a good one for Wait, homework. Wait, I don't know Stacey O'Rico. Stacey O'Rico uh, or whatever her name was. She got a song, she had a song called, called Don't... Something about... It's the jam is fast. Too. There was two of them. Um, what's the one she was like, where she was changing her hair the whole time in the damn video? I'm seeing it. She jumped out of a don't plane. Don't ask me to stay by Stacey oh Arco. Listen to this How's song, y'all. Like, is, I don't care. Hold was she on. like they the Christina Aguilera era? No. Kind of before that. Uh-oh. But like. She's an unknown. Because you know She's how all those yeah, pop like, girls came out around the same time? She was time. supposed to be a Christian artist, but wasn't. Because, you know, she ain't They ain't going to get us in trouble that day. Ain't nobody checking for Stacey Arco. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this sounds cool, though. It's a bop. Listen. It is, yeah. She was supposed to be a Christian. You know what? She gave me that night. Yeah. You know what Christian music okay. was like? <laughs> making that crossover. Don't ask me to stay. Fuck with it, oh, y'all. I was about to look that up. because Oh, like there's got to be more to life. That's the Stacey Rico song that she's like known for. She like jumps out of a plane or some shit. There's got to be more to life. This, like, this artist is like newer than that but and way more established. But I just want to give credit where credit is due. Shout out to Natasha Bedingfield. That's oh, my yes. Natasha Bedingfield. That is Endlessly. a singing ass Yes. Woman. She do be doing it. If she not. comes in concert, we are going. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, I've like, always I'm loved her. With a full of sunshine, I used to study and she her. Can take me away. And Angel. Um, wait, no, but what's her biggest, like the big one, the big single of hers? The first, the the one. What is it? Um, it's not pocket full of sunshine. Pretty, not pretty. Um, the smile one. I see her smiling and shit. Tongue. I see her teeth. What is she doing? Uh I hate that I can see all of these videos. And shout out, out to her brother Daniel Banningfield, who I had get some of the this. best songs I've ever I heard. Get, shit, that's that her album. Brother. And your love is falling like the rain. Unwritten. I close my eyes. Unwritten. unwritten. Yo, the words the rest to that is still song. Unwritten. Man, <laughs> Man Daniel Banningfield had the knocks on I that album. I did not realize they were siblings. Your love is falling like the rain. I close my eyes and it falls. Imagine their parents. How did you raise these two? Daniel Bedingfield, wow, really, really random. He was the reason I bought a mini disc player. Uh, whatever album that was, he like recorded it on a mini disc player at the time, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm gonna get one just because, and I got one off eBay. Shout out to Frankie J. I'm no You know, Frankie J. gave Claude his his first song. What? Wow. Frankie J. is the first artist ever who saw who heard Claude's writing and said. I want to work with that kid. And from then on, Akon heard the Frankie J record, and that's how he got to work with Gaga. And then it just... So Frankie J has my heart, because he, well, op- he opened the door to, to my best friend's yeah. whole career. What am I doing wrong? Shout out to Frankie J. I used to, right? I used to be driving people crazy Yo, with that Frankie song. Yo, Frankie J, was, yeah. y'all took it back. I used to feel so like cute when I would drive my car and blast that song. <laughs> I did. Everybody used to think I was like a cute boy listening to that song. I, I drove a Monte Carlo back then. It was a new Monte Carlo SS. Oh, my God. It was God. navy with black That's leather the cute seats. boy car. Yes. 
friend. And I had speakers in my trunk and shit. You can tell me. Dustin with the Monte Carlo. That's Please. such a cute Lord. boy setup, right? You know Dustin with the Monte Carlo. I love that and car so much. I did. I love that car for real. Where is it now? I crashed it. That's when I got my bad car accident. Oh, oh shit. No. I hydroplaned in it. And then it totaled out. And that's when I went and got my CTS. So it worked out. <laughs> 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 it worked out. <laughs> well, Ooh. sorry, y'all. We don't went down. That was a bomb ass. Y'all, you know how we get music. Okay. <laughs> this week's episode of the Friend Zone is brought to you by Bevel. Multi blade razors often cause irritation and razor bumps, and hair removal creams are messy and can leave burns and discoloration. And they stink like boiled eggs. Bevel is dermatologist approved and proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. Even on your vulva. There's a reason that 9 out of 10 customers come back month after month to Bevel. Um, just like a period. <laughs> the Bevel end-to-end shaving system includes a pre-shave sometimes oil. sometimes it don't come, right? So 9 out of 10. Here, let's tell them what it comes with. It comes with a pre-shave oil. Need that. A badger brush. Definitely need that because what you're going to do, use your rusty hands. Safety razors. Because you know you're dumb. Blades. Well... I mean, what are you doing here? You're shaving, right? Shaving cream. So that you don't scar your skin up and look like a coach bag. And a cooling, restoring balm. So you can look like you're back to life, back to reality. We wanted to give you an old ad with a new spin because we still have a great, great product here that we want to promote. Bevel was created by the young Tristan Walker to God. He saw a void in the health and beauty market and for the people of color. Support this young black man and his fantastic product by picking up a bevel razor today. By picking up a bevel razor today. Say that nine times fast and then talk to me. If you want to pick up your bevel, don't forget to go to getbevel.com and enter code FRIENDZONE at checkout to save 20% on your first month's order. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. Promo code FRIENDZONE. Start shaving smarter today with bevel. Now let's get back to the show. Before we get out of here, uh, I wanted to do a black business highlight instead of uh, a black business profile or black business of the week. You know, there are so many cool things happening here in New York and I always do New York stuff. But I also want to branch out and talk about some other things. So I will start with Griot's free after school music program. Um, it's going to be the NYC Mission Society. They are doing a partnership with AJA, that's Afro-Latina Jazz Alliance. Um, basically, if you have kids or no kids between the ages of 10 through 18, on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 4.30 to 6.30, they're going to be doing um, a free after-school music program. So you can go to tinyurl.com slash griot, that's G-R-I-O-T dash app, A-P-P. Or you can visit them at Minisync. That's 646 Malcolm X Boulevard, New York, New York, 10037. That's just a really, really cool after-school program happening here in New York City. And I saw them playing. I was walking uh, past them, and I saw the kids outside playing all these instruments, and I stopped. I was like, what is this program? Some and the talent lady, stopped in your tracks. Yeah, they just sounded, they were so little, and they sounded so amazing. And then the lady was like, could you help me uh, get the word out? I was like, lady, you have no idea. <laughs> asking, you shall receive, right, ma'am. You picked the right person to ask to promote your program. So hopefully, if you have kids that are interested in music and maybe budget is tight, 
you know, or maybe you're a musician who can donate your time or instruments or whatever the case may be, definitely check them out because it was so awesome seeing the kids playing instruments on the street. And what's that website again, friend? The website is tinyurl.com forward slash griot dash app. That's G-R-I-O-T dash A-P-P. All right. And, and I tweeted it, by the way, so. Hey. And really, really quickly, I want to highlight a program happening right now in Chicago going on for the kids. Um, in light of everything going on, there is a nonprofit called uh, Gray Matter. And Gray Matter, they're a pilot program. It's a nonprofit. They take 20 kids, African-American, and they partner them and do tutorials with um, entrepreneurs and people in business. So they can get these kids to grow up, learn some really cool trades, and start some businesses giving back to their community in Chicago. So if you have any resources that you want to provide, I believe um, this is the first one that they've done already. Uh, they just started not too long ago. But I want to talk about them because a, a 28-year-old African-American girl started this, and it's really, really bomb. It's giving back um, 20 kids this year. But if you have any resources that you want to provide, whether it's music, whether you have a business, or you want to do seminars or something for the kids out there in Chicago, please, please, please go to the Gray Matter, or graymatterexperience.com. That's gray with an A. graymatterexperience.com. Um, they basically really, really have to do this for the black youth out in Chicago. I feel like I've said that for the third time. So there's three times that I've dropped this major key on you. All right. This and was send for the some kids. love to Chicago. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Send please. lots of love. Speaking of sending love to Chicago, shout out to my first cousin, India. It's her birthday today. Happy and birthday. I love her so happy much. She listens to the show every week. So Aww, I love you, birthday, India. Happy birthday, India. baby. Happy birthday, India. You have the same name as my best friend, India. Who yes. is okay. India, Sean. Okay, full circle. Who has a song that makes me cry called Neither Do We. And I know it's been the homework before, but listen to Neither Do We by India, Sean. My sister. The first time I heard it, I literally just looked like, you know that, that meme of Taraji High? behind that car <laughs> the first time I heard that song like that's how I looked I was like god damn India Sean like it just takes me there so, so check out India Sean neither do we off that first project origin I love yes. it hey. so do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here no I want to give a shout out to if you haven't already do not forget to check out Lip Service featuring Justin <gasps> yes, Ross yes it was so good got to kick it with the ladies of Lip Service okay it was a good time over there right, shout out, right hello I do thank you for pulling me back shout out to Angela Yee shout out to Gigi shout out to Steph Shout out to everybody over there. It was a service. really good episode. It was. Did you like it? it? Yes. We had a really good time. They treated me very well over there. Um, Talking about the clothes, mouth, smile, and everything. Yeah, we there. had a good time. We talked a little shit. It was a different side of Dustin. So good time over at Lip Service with those ladies. You were very natural yes, with I them. Which I, thought was, I was proud. I was like, he could go on any podcast. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> and I posted the link on the Friend Zone Twitter. So if you are following that Twitter, you can just click it directly. Come on. Yay. What about you, you friend? We love you. You got any church announcements coming up, friend? Um, let me think. My uh, collaboration with Spotify will be dropping. I'm not 100% sure if it's this week or next, but it's one of the two. It's okay. called coming. It's called The Cool Breeze. Okay. They're doing some programming with it, so that always takes a while, but it's really good. The Slaylist is coming. Right? Asante heard it, and it's really good. Um, what else? Yeah, I guess that's it for now. Anything else on Dustin's docket? 
No, I just new body coming soon. I'm, I'm new working body. with a trainer now. You know, oh, yes. okay, let's, let's trainer. put that out Come there. On. You know what I'm saying? This is a part of accountability. So, I hear yes, that. new body coming soon on y'all hoes. I hey. can't wait. I'm finna be a fool. Y'all thought it was bad before. <laughs> oh baby, oh baby, oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tanisha Thomas. Okay, for making some legendary. Let me tell y'all hoes something real quick. Because we're not having a reality wrap-up this week, but we have a new segment that we're starting next week where we will be recapping reality TV every week because y'all watch it just like we do. And although this podcast is is focused on the work that we do, God damn it, we're gonna have some fun. (laughs) So Starting next week, we will be recapping whatever television shows reality are popular during the week. Can. It will be reality and maybe some scripted television as yes, well. Yes, because you know I'm going to push you to talk about Mr. Greenlee. Robot. Ooh, Mr. Robot. Greenlee, oh, Greenleaf. <laughs> oh, my God. Greenleaf. <laughs> <laughs> Greenleaf is good. Yes. So, yes. Oh, friends. So I got like questions, Desiree? right? Did you watch the season finale yet, No, friend? I'm behind like a whole season, to be honest. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, Green, well, for those who watch Greenleaf real quick, because I know. Did oh, you, you watch it? No, you're going to okay, ruin it for somebody listening. Well, well for those that watch it then. <laughs> uh, look, somebody got to take your headphones off if you ain't caught up. I wait in Queen Sugar launches oh, today, Queen right? Sugar. And oh, Atlanta. Yes. Queen yes. Sugar. You know what? We might have to call your recap just TV. Yeah. TV. It's going <laughs> to yeah. be TV. It's going to be the TV. Because too many shows. good shows. Yeah. So just coming soon. But I got a couple questions about Greenleaf real quick before we go because I know we got to hurry up because Samir just came in here. Shout out to Samir the guy. <laughs> um, okay, yo, back at so it. do y'all think that, that Faith and Grace are really May and Bishop's daughter? Daughters, do y'all think that what do y'all what do y'all think what do y'all think that what do y'all think that Mac has on the bishop? Do y'all think that the church that they mentioned that the grandfather mentioned about the person dying and on fire was that the bishop's first church or was that a okay, church that asked his sisters really to go behind. to? What really? y'all think? And, and what and what is it that make Mavis, who is Oprah's character, and Lady May, who Lynn Whitfield is playing the hell out of? What is the source of the tension in their relationship? Mm. All of these things coming next week on the television recap here on the Friend Zone. <laughs> Find out next week on the recap. Be yeah. there, be square, but do your hair. We got a freestyle at the end of our shit this year. Hey, now, we never do it this way, but we're going to close this way today. Hey, We got today. a little bit more to say. Asante, it's your turn. Go, hey. Hey, hey, I'm going to go again, and I'm going to do this shit like an end of the show. It's time to go. Hey, friend zone, you already know. Hey, we get money, and I'm talking banana pudding, and I'm stalking. With Eat some that, mac- your ass will be walking. Got to do exercise your stomach be talking <laughs> <laughs> we love you like guys so much mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening and we Stay will back. hear you next week bye y'all bye we want to go on ahead and say thanks again to Luke Cray for supporting this week's episode of the friend zone oh, shout out to yeah. Luke Cray for sending us some bomb clothes we're switching seasons so it was nice to receive a shipment of some new t-shirts oh yeah yeah and shout out to them for that Harley Quinn skirt that they sent me. I was wearing it, listening to Young Thug, pretending I, I was on the album cover. So if you're looking for some awesome, cute little duds that you want to throw on while you're smoking, hit Loot Crate up. Use code FRIENDZONE to save $3 on any new subscription. That's if you're in the right state, you know, like if you're in D.C. We normally do these episodes, you know, where it's legal, medicinal. Shout out to Loot like Crate. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's use code FRIENDZONE to save $3 on any new subscription. That's LootCrate.com slash FRIENDZONE, promo code FRIENDZONE. Get your geek on with Loot Crate. Okay.
Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.